we're live. All right, what's up, all? Wide open, Chris Brandt, Ross Robinson. You guys know the drill. Episode 17. Episode 17. I was going to ask you. I have no idea where we're I, at. I think that was kind of a guess, but that's okay. I got a goal for episode 17. Okay. Ross, I'm going to let you talk more than three minutes. Oh, here we go. That's, uh, buckle up, ladies Buckle and up. Ross might get three minutes in. <laughs> <coughs> I just steer this ship. Yep. Steering. I'm the in-house nerd. No, no, no guests today. For you guys watching on YouTube, you might notice uh, our brand new designed studio. Sucks, but it's cool. It's it's fine. Well, we got a cool a cool photo. The, the photo art is really cool. The execution on setting it up is not as good. The lighting is isn't very good. But hey, you that's got okay. it pretty straight. Yeah, Ryan helped me measure. We used a tape measure last night. This is a pretty cool animated picture we got from one of our really good clients, uh, Eric Budge. Um, if you're watching, you can see in the picture I'm the only one doing something. Everyone's just watching me, which. Pretty typical in a day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. All um, right. So let's get let's let's roll into it. Um, I've been excited about this one. Um, we're talking about mods. Mm-hmm. We're talking about mod sleds. Mod sleds. And we've touched on a lot of things uh, over the o- over the podcast over seventeen. Yeah. Podcast. Um, but you know we're we're just gonna dive in. Um, why we ride mod sleds, what are some of our favorite mods. Um, you know, what? one of the ones I wanted to touch on is I think it's I think it's fairly hilarious, you know, when I we get one of the mega builds done. Like, so, you know, I posted uh, Princess Slaya uh, a couple yep. weeks ago. And so that one is my lightweight, not, um, <laughs> I use the word stock, but non-turboed sled. So this had a Carl's 900. Every hey, if it's naturally aspirated, it's, it's stock. stock. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, become, Ross. I you, guess. You, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Or it's an improver. I mean, let's use, we could use the race terminology. Hill climb stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the comments that, that I see, you know, it's like, how how does Polaris let you do all this? You, you, you take a perfectly good snowmobile and you take everything Polaris off and you aftermarket. It's not even a Polaris. It's like, well, yeah, it is. Um, and, and you know, that, that kind of, it, it makes me chuckle a little bit, um, because how do you think the stock sleds have gotten to where they've gotten to? Why do you think we have short tunnels? Why do you think we have narrow front ends? Why do you think we have shorter running boards? Why do you think our bars are lower? Why do you, I could go on and on and on. And why do you think our sleds are lighter? It's not because they saw in this crystal ball 10 years down the road what sleds were going to be. It's because of riders pushing the sport, aftermarket companies pushing the products, and us seeing a specific direction to go with a stock sled. And, you know, Ross, we talk about this all the time. A stock sled has to fit so many different types of riders. And what we do is we focus in on the exact type of riding we do. And then we go to our aftermarket partners and say, hey, the sled is really cool, but I want it to do this better. What can we do? Yeah. It, for the OEMs, it, they, you know, use us as the test dummies in a certain way. You know, they watch and see and 
but they're also right. They're ahead of they're they're years in front of well, you know their R and D and many stuff. years yeah. actually. Yeah. If people knew like the timelines that they have <laughs> yeah. to have to have, you know, Scooter just re- released their turbo. How long have they been working on that? Well, it didn't I, start last month. <laughs> it did not start last month. <laughs> Scooter re- released a short tunnel. Well, they yeah. didn't start that last month yeah. either when they saw that we ran short tunnels. Right. Right. Yep. I mean, it's it's many at least three. Most likely four. Um, and, you know, they have these things called um, product planning meetings, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so what is the, our, our five-year? What's our five-year outlook? And they have these projects. And, and you know, we drive a really small ship where we can make changes in direction changes with what we're doing with products very quickly because we don't have to um, – we don't have the um, – the crazy validation processes that they do. We don't yeah. have sound emissions and exhaust emissions and all, all of the all of the things that handcuff the, the OEM. So we can make quick changes um, very very quickly, where an OEM cannot. Yeah. Right. And you, you start going down a road, you're going down the road. Yeah. And we have seen that when we you know we get to go visit like the players, you see what is actually going on. Yeah. It's a very large operation. Yeah. So um, back back yeah. back to the mods, to um, the mods. and <clears throat> so that's you know that that's one of the things that I find very interesting when they're like, you 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 guys ride these Polaris's but there's nothing Polaris left of them and and um, so and and it's fine. Uh, again, people always have opinions, uh, mostly when there are comments made like that. Unfortunately, it's uh, based on jealousy instead of. Um, of compassion for, you know, what we're doing and, and excitement that we're pushing the sport and trying to make things better. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> I'm sorry, we're both sick. So you're going to hear us clearing our throat, hacking stuff yeah. up and coughing. So you could say that nobody's crushing 2020 as hard as we have so far. So oh, yeah, with the sickness game. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, with all of that being said, uh, we ride stock sleds a lot, like actual stock sleds. Um, you yeah. know, I, I'd say probably 80% of the time I'm guiding on a stock on sled. A stock sled, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so Let, let's ahead. talk about the, the, I, 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 it'd be, I want to, I think it would be interesting for you to talk about the meta kind of like grand scheme of what building mod sleds has turned into you know yeah because of what <laughs> that's changed yeah and what princess slaya and what um your other sled is turning into and you know like kyle's i think out there right now working on your stuff yep you it's six forty-five so. in the morning and kyle is plugging away on yeah. on my uh on my boondarker turbo build which yeah. is going to be she's gonna be a handful yeah um but you're right um you know looking even just something as, uh, so five years ago. So five years ago would be, let's talk about the 2015 mod. That was, that was I would say, where I started what we call the mega builds. Yeah. Prior to that, it was a lot of bolt-on. Lots of turbos, um, bolt-on parts, 155s, you know, trying to go that direction. And then... In 2015, I ha- I just got the idea. I wanna I wanna build something light, and um, that's when the carbon sled got built. Uh, so, and actually, and we've talked about this in one of them, but the carbon sled, but also the raised chassis, 
And yeah. because in 2015, I got to ride a prototype Axis. And when I rode the Axis, I was like, damn, this thing is legit. Yeah. And it went through the snow better. It side-hilled better. It held an edge better. And so then I carefully walked that line of saying, okay, we need to try to make a pro in access. And so then we did raised running boards and taller spindles and, you know, basically a lot like what um, Ice Age is doing right now, like on the cat, right? With the yeah. Elevate kit yep. and um, just trying to get the sled out of the snow. And <clears throat> so that, that sled to me, so that had um, – full carbon panels it had a titanium skid it i mean it's the lightweight rotating stuff from both zollinger and patrick all of that sled to me um once i wrote it it started the addiction yeah for me that right. that was the one mm -hmm. and from there you know that that brought us to 2016 where i built monster that yeah. was my the like titanium every single titanium bolt titanium skid um you know again just going down the 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 road of trying to make these things light, as light as possible because once you ride something light and and that's you know i say it every time like when when we get one of our sleds stuck and you get it unstuck, and you get a Skidoo or a Polaris, or, sorry, a Skidoo or a cat unstuck, like, you can feel 40 pounds. And yeah. we feel 40 pounds getting them unstuck. Like, when you're rolling them over, they feel like they're 40 pounds heavier. Mm -hmm. And my sled is 40 pounds lighter than a stock sled. It's yeah. actually 55 this year. Yeah. It's, 55 it's pounds lighter. Very silly. <clears throat> and <Yeah>. so... <clears throat> These are real things. They're something that you feel in the snow. And um, the, the one thing that's tough about it is it's fairly easy to get the first 20, even 30 off. Yeah. I mean, you do a silencer, a hood, um, I don't know, you know, the big, the big chunks, yeah. right? Well, and I think like looking at my sled compared to your sled, yep. right? That's kind of it. Like I I got the I got the first stuff out of the way. Yeah. But you go up the hill quite a bit faster. <laughs> and you get on top of the snow quicker. So Yeah. It's just those lit the and the little things. And we and we we do a lot of little things to your sleds. Yep. Kyle's out there just like doing all this little little little, little, little things, things to death out there. Yeah. Um and I thought it was interesting. So Ross, you've you've built some fun sleds over the years as well. Yeah. Um and we've talked about kind of what your favorite was and you know, you refer back to Rambo and cuz you know, it had some lightweight rotating rotating stuff. It was a shorter track which made it fun for the type of riding you like to do. Yeah. But um every single year you have you were missing one ingredient and yeah. and it was the skid right and yep. because the skid is a is a big investment um uh you know we're running next tech full carbon skids they're 3500 bucks um so it's it's a it's a big it's a big yeah. deal but but we're we're 12 pounds lighter right. and so i thought it was funny the very first hour of the first day of you riding your sled you come over the radio and you say, "Oh, this is what it's like to have a cheater sled." That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you're like, I cannot believe I just turn up anything in it and it lifts up out of yeah. the snow. And <clears throat> I mean, the like, and so you know, these are the things. Like, 
I can feel that, right? So all of these little changes and everyone was like, well, you know, who knew, uh, don't you think it's a little excessive to do this or that? And, you know, on the tie bolt thing, every, every year I ask myself, is it worth the thousands of dollars? Because yeah. that's what it ends up being between, by the time, time and the cost. Is it worth a couple thousand bucks for a couple pounds? When I ride, I feel a couple pounds. And yeah. everyone's like, just go on a diet. Well, you can he, go on a diet, he, but the snowmobile is can't. still two pounds. Yeah. Shut up. What, dude? Yeah, you're right. You're I'm being not, healthy. I'm not, I'm not losing any weight. But um, the, the I, I hear that comment a lot, right? Right, yeah. Well, yeah. The, it, it's the cheaper comment, to go on a diet. Yeah. And, and for guys who are overweight, yeah, of course, it'd be awesome to lose weight. But it's still... The difference between riding a 450-pound sled and a 400-pound sled is still 50 pounds, no matter if you weigh 250 or 200 pounds. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, and in, you know, I guess going back to talking about Princess Slay this year, um, the goal was really simple. I After riding Slim Shady last year, so Slim Shady was uh, like a really – lightweight chassis with essentially i mean it literally was a stock 850 motor with a silencer right that's all that's all it was um and you guys may remember the drag race with the supercharged alpha um that got some attention um and you know i got a pretty i got another hate comment on that video like yesterday so like yesterday yeah yeah. um the sled was just fast it was fast it It was was, quick it was quick that's a good way to put it it got up on top of the snow um was the supercharger faster than my sled of course it was yeah but it wasn't quicker than my sled and when we ride in the backcountry, you want a quick sled. Yeah. You want something to get up on top, um, something that's easy to ride, and that um, doesn't beat you up all day. And so that was the goal with Princess Leia is, again, to make that. And then we stepped it up another notch with um, doing a Carl's 900, which, again, that whole ultimate goal of – I mean, here's what's so awesome about the, about the 900 is it is more power – more torque, more response with zero weight, zero weight. Yeah. And so to anytime you can increase power to weight ratio, that's great. Um, and so, and then you guys all know I ride, uh, turbos as well. So, um, this year I'm actually, I I built two turbos. I built uh, a 155 with a short tunnel chaos. You haven't got to ride that thing yet. Um, but, uh, built it for, for fun. Um, you know, just I I missed the the sled that you could just on demand like wheelie over backwards yeah. and do bow ties and and just have fun with and and but then that sled isn't gonna go and get the line done. It's not gonna go up like the other ones do, yeah. No. And no matter how versatile we try to make our sixty <clears> threes, <throat> it doesn't quite replace a fifty five. Like it it'll do the stuff, but yep. If you build that equal sled in a 55, it's really going to do crazy yeah. fun things. So, and we finally have gotten to the point, well, or you have with like, we have, you have all these like test parts or things laying around that from these previous lightweight builds that we could kind of cobble together this sled. Um, which so, we did. I had a, yeah. I had a tie, I had a tie skid, um, that I had, and then we did a lightweight tank, um, we cut the tunnel, Yeah, did chaos rails and geometry on it. And I can't wait for you to, I, I cannot wait for you to ride it. It yeah. is so dang fun. 
Um, but it, you know, the sled I'm going to take on the day with the boys when the goal is to get up the gnarliest line possible, it's my 163 turbo. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm going to put my shocks in lockout. I'm going to go up the hill at 900 miles an hour, <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And and I'm and so we're building <clears throat> my so the third sled. It's called My Little Pony. It's not going to be a little pony. It's, it's going to be a big pony. It's we're gonna we're gonna run lots of boost. Yeah. It, it's a short tunnel, all lightweight, and the thing is gonna be an absolute monster. Like like they all like the they all are. Yeah. Um. You know the the sled last year, Doctor Evil. It's it's not a ton different than Doctor Evil. It does. It is running uh, Boondocker's intercooler uh new intercooler and agility turbo so the turbo setup is a little different i'll i'll be running a little more boost but dr evil did things last year that um i just haven't been able to do on snowmobiles before uh and it was really because again that combination of lightweight um wheelie transfer with the lockout of the shocks uh that was a really big one and then just the pure power of of 850 boost yeah and it was yeah it was a freaky sled and this one's going to be really cool in that aspect of you know it, the only thing it's missing compared to slayer slayer has tie bolts on the motor now yep oh, and, the and, nine. and chassis bolt and chassis bolts so <clears throat> it's the super lightweight sled but you just don't have that big power yeah behind it and but like we've talked about getting to go get lines done that you, sometimes you can ride the nine or the eight fifty. You can ride it so hard and aggressively that where if you're not really confident on your turbo, you're you could you know get beat. Yeah, we were. It was funny you mentioned that. So um, I took out a customer's turbo uh, the other day just to to run it through its paces before we delivered it, and it was a one sixty three with a fifty five tunnel, an agility. It thing was awesome it ripped and i had in a a certain circumstance i was so i was breaking trail kyle was behind me and he's literally on a stock so he had a stock silencer with a gear down kit with a cut tunnel with a 163 and i come around and i'm like in this crazy wheelie and trying to hold down the front end and barely squeak out of this line i'm like i'm almost ready to get on the radio and say dude dollar waiting up here for you Kyle before I could even get that out he comes hauling butt around the corner like smokes up the line high fives me Woo, that was awesome and I'm like wait a minute how'd you just do that yeah and is to your point like I'm I've got so much power so much just wanting to lift the front end a little bit that I'm having to let off where on that stalker 163 and and we've done this to many people we um you know, when a client shows up on a turbo and we take a stock sled and they ask, why are you taking a stalker? Well, we're going to show you that you can, you can, you can get take, it done, you can get it done with these stock sleds. Yeah. Yeah, Cause you can, Kyle was pinned for, for at the bottom and he never let off. Yep. Cause he didn't have, he to. didn't have to. Yeah. yeah. It was the perfect speed for the terrain. And, you know, when you ride eyes up and neutral with a stock sled, you can carry a lot of momentum. Yeah. I think that's an interesting place that, we're starting to venture into with the way that our naturally aspirated stuff can be yeah, is very capable of riding technical train because they're a little bit more forgiving. Yeah. 
So not uh, as fun, but yeah, in, in ways they're fun. They're but. they're you know I I like the ch- the challenge of riding the stock sled to to get to especially when I ride with guys with better sleds than what I'm riding. I really love that challenge. Yeah. Um, and then that's why I'm going to guide on the Evo. <laughs> I'm going to guide on the Evo one day. 550. Yeah. Yeah. 550 fan. Short track. Yeah. Um, but I guess, so kind of, kind of going back, uh, to, to princess Leia again, the, the full titanium carbon 900. It's really, it, well, I did everything that I did um, to, what was, oh, Jenny Craig. Yeah. You guys all remember Jenny Craig. That was that was a SLP stage four, but ti- literally titanium everything. I had Ross grinding on everything that was excessive, and we got that sled um, incredibly light. Yeah. And what's what's cool is I believe that sled ended up being three... It's six sixty. Five. Was it three? Like it was three sixty. It was like three sixty four yeah. or something. Or eight. I don't know. And and Princess Leia is three sixty five. And what's what? And you may be saying, well, okay, so you got it to the same weight. Well, the eight fifty motor ba- base motor is with the electronics and the motor and all that stuff is is seven pounds heavier mm-hmm. than an eight hundred. Right. And so I was able to find another seven pounds and and what's i was thinking about this the other day i was like i i think i still have another five in there that that i leave on the table maybe even five to seven yeah um you know we put a wrap on a wrap a wrap is four pounds do i need to put four pounds on they sure look cool and they keep snow off and we love them and they protect they protect of course yeah so just for conversation there's four pounds. There's four. I could put lighter shocks on, um, but I love the features of my shocks, and I have to ride every day uh, with suspension. So the little bit of extra weight I have, but we might have something coming for that. Yeah. So there's a pound too, something you know. Stay if, tuned if you on were the shock stuff. We got some fun stuff yeah. coming here, but um, so. You know, there. So there's a there's a couple pounds. So there's another six. You know, I, there's there. And if I built a fifty five instead yeah, of a sixty three, right? But but we sacrifice the weight to have a sixty three to go up, right? Yep. So it's <clears throat> it's crazy to think, uh, you know, no one would have ever, even five years ago, that thought that we could be riding a three hundred ninety nine pound sled. Yeah. We we have obliterated that mark yeah we have crushed that mark we are now now i'm thinking oh i think we can go 350 like and it's not easy it's expensive it's really yeah cause it's, it's really expensive it's really expensive but yeah. um to start to get down to those super light numbers or those super once you like you said once you lose the big the chunk yeah then once you start chipping away then it gets expensive yep and it gets tedious and tricky like yeah. you have to source bolts or yeah. like you do all of these things that are mm. tough you're scraping foam like that's not fun <laughs> it's done it before yeah for yeah. ounces right yep so yep um so so we have the mega builds right yeah. titanium bolts and all that stuff but then <clears throat> we've built 
quite a few sleds this year that were really practical mod sleds. Yeah. Um, for the turbo guy, that so Mark Nelson's was a really practical sled. Mm-hmm. Short tunnel, sixty three Fox shocks, skins front end, lightweight seat, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boondocker yeah. agility, agility, yeah. yeah. Um, running fifty fifty with a stock head, yeah. That sled, um, there's not a person that can outride that snowmobile. Yeah. Uh, so on the turbo side, man, that was a, that was a. I got to spend quite a few days on that sled, and I was like, I don't know. I mean, my sled's a lot lighter, but for the guy who doesn't have forty thousand dollars to go spend on a snowmobile, yeah, this you know this one's twenty five, and yeah. it's a and the like we talk about, it's fairly easy to get the big chunks, but then the next ones get expensive. But you know, you have to determine is it worth it. Yeah, and, uh, and I think that's. <clears throat> I still try to stem on that side of yeah. the practicality thing because like there's a lot of things that I pay for. Mm-hmm. So I'm like trying to make money and like, cause this is like my job. So yep. <laughs> cause it's easy when you work here to just not make any money, and just <laughs> build just a ridiculous buy. snowmobile. <laughs> then you're like, Oh God. So, you know, trying to keep it somewhat practical. And that's why it took me so long to go to the skid is cause I have to pay for it. So then it's like, Oh man, and that is when I ride every single day, I can justify it. And yeah. that's why I put it on. I didn't put it on my turbo. I put it on my daily driver because mm-hmm. that's what we've done in the past. Too, we build I've these done, unicorn yeah. sleds. We ride them a couple hundred miles and then you're like, damn it. That was a waste of time, money and effort. Yeah. I'm like, I want to enjoy the, the mod or the labor, you know, and it's the same thing. So I did IQS with the carbon skid on my daily driver instead of putting all that on the turbo and then just having it you know, sit for the majority of the days when I'm guiding and doing that, that kind of stuff. So, and it also allows us to, you know, spend more time on these parts and validate and make sure, you know, there's things that we can make better. I think it's really interesting that it's cool to see you do that because now I get to talk to you about those parts. Like I ride IQS and tie and carbon. I ride that stuff a lot. You don't. Right. And now you now you're getting that opportunity to. And I thought it was really interesting. Um, you've you've never really ridden the IQS suspension, the electronic suspension. No, I spent with a little a, bit of time on a it. A little bit year. of time, like a half a day. Yep. And so again, referring back to that first day that you got to ride your sled with all of it, right? Yeah. IQS. So which. For those of you who don't know, that's the Fox electronic suspension that you can adjust from the handlebars. So you have soft, medium, and lockout in the rear, and then soft, medium, and firm in the front. Um, what? <laughs> tell the peeps, dude. Yeah. It's four grand. It's four grand. It's really expensive, yeah. Um, and then what? But it it is a tool that I use a ton. Yeah. I use it a lot. And, and you never did with your no. QS3s, right? I mean, no, we did we, every we, now and then, Yeah, right? we did. Of but course. Like, I'm... <clears throat> I did it when I was following you on your 900. You turn up a hill and I just hold the button and I lock everything out. Whereas I'm never going to do that with IQ or QS3s because I have to get off my sled. Yeah. And, you know, since I've been riding mountain bikes a lot too, I'm kind of spoiled with the button thing Mm -hmm. because like I have a dropper post and, you know, you can do like cable lockouts and all that stuff. And it goes back to when we would run the like arc. Yeah. Right. That was, and I remember our first conversations about arc and now you know it's now it's evolved into qs3 where we have adjustment on all our shocks i was wondering like are we really going to use that like 
midline and oh yeah we oh do. yeah i almost wish the buttons were a little bigger on the iqs switch so you could like, find a mid so i can like yeah. panic mode lock everything uh-huh. out yeah because it's a little tricky with a big glove on it it is um but it's it's i remember hearing you on the radio like this lockout is the real deal. Yeah. And and so I'm running the IQS on the shorty sled, on the shorty turbo. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God, exactly. Yeah. Because same same deal. Um one, wheelie on top of your face. Three, uh s- skis are eight inches off the ground going forward. Yeah. And it's just so cool to have that um versatility on the sled. Now, I did choose to go QS three on my uh, 900. Mm -hmm. And I will say I do wish I had the button, um, quite a bit, but the sled's light enough. It makes up for quite a few things there. Um, but you know, again, my ultimate goal being trying to be lightweight, (laughs) but yet functional, I chose to go QS3 and the IQS isn't a ton more weight wise, but you know, I'm, I'm spending quite a bit of money for, for grams and ounces. So, you know, again, I, I, so that's the reason I went that route. Yeah. Once you put the ECU and harness and everything in there, it is a little bit heavier and it also is a lot. It's more things going on under your hood as well. Yeah. We're going to be doing, uh, Ross has got some videos coming up, uh, with, I know we have one for sure of Princess Leia doing an overview video of it. Yeah. We're going to do that. Well, and then we'll do My Little Pony for sure, and then we'll have a bunch of action shots. Uh, it'll be really fun. It'll most likely be in a vlog of the first day on the short the, sled. On the short sled, yeah, yeah that's going to be a rodeo. That will be a monster of a snowmobile. It's kind of like monster. It is sixteen. It's really, really close to it. And when I ride it, and it's so funny though. In 16, when I built that sled, I wasn't ready for what it was doing. And my riding style now, I, I'm i doing those things. I am knowing what to do when it's flipping over backwards yeah. um, on top of me and mm-hmm. doing all of the crazy things. And now you do them on purpose instead of on accident. Right. <laughs> which, yeah, exactly. Which is, which is cool to see like th- how that has progressed. But yeah. again, when, none of that would have happened if we didn't build the mods. Yeah. Right. right. And right. so it's why it's why, in my opinion, it is so important that we do keep pushing it um, is because it pushes our riding, it pushes the sleds, it pushes the manufacturers, it does all of those things. And so quit hating on us for building these really cool sleds. Jeez. It's funny too, that the, the athlete quote unquote athlete. I don't know, you know, who who we consider athletes or who we, if we're athletes, whatever, or, you know, the actual, like within the like circle, especially of the Polaris guys, the guys who ride Polaris is like the trends that everybody follows kind of together, you know, or it's just, it's funny. It's similar. Like we have got more guys are starting to ride lightweight skids. They're starting to ride lightweight stuff. You know, now Dan is on the, Dan has the disease, yep. and he's doing that too. He's cutting tunnels, all this stuff. So, I see Phil show up with titanium yeah, scratchers, or I mean, uh, titanium TM. carbides. Yeah, I'm like Phil. Phil's y- yeah. You ride way too much to ride. I mean, the tie carbides—they're really cool. It's outboard weight, and it's awesome. But 
he rides too many parking lots. Like you got to be a little gentle with the with the Thai carbides. Yeah, he's gonna eat through those. He's gonna probably. eat through. Probably, yeah. I think he did. He went through about half of them up at Grizzly. Yeah, but no, like even. But that. But Phil, my point, or yeah. your your point, yeah. is guys are trying it, saying, "Wow, this is a big difference," mm-hmm. and we get now and then they get a taste for it, and now the the addiction starts, and then it's like, okay, now we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's cool, it's fun. So, but it can be expensive. So it can be expensive. Um, hey, so for the last uh, ten minutes or so here, let's talk about. Um, I've been asked a hundred times with the release of the Skidoo Turbo this week. Okay. Um, what's your thoughts on the Skidoo Turbo? Yeah. And so I haven't got to ride one. I will. For sure. I know uh, some friends. Uh, so Mercier, he, uh, Jeremy, he's an ambassador for Skidoo. He got one. So I'm sure him and I will be uh, teaming up. And, and yeah, of course, I'm, uh, I'm excited to ride it um, to see see what it is. I think there was a couple things I was surprised about. I was surprised about the horsepower level, 165 horse, um, which is, you know, they're – They've been telling us that their 850 builds 165 horse at sea level. And so, um, which, you know, we've always said that if we could have sea level horsepower at elevation, um, that would be insane. Yeah. And so, so that, that's what they've, um, that's what they put together uh, for their package. So they have stock horsepower at sea level up at elevation. So they're running four PSI uh, of boost, four pounds of boost, small turbo, which is, uh, it sounds really responsive, not much lag. Um, it sounds like, you know, just by their numbers, it's 10 pounds heavier uh, versus a stock 850, which th- that's really good as well. Um, yeah, 10 pounds isn't much. No. No, they Especially do. coming from an OEM because they have so many things that hoops they have to jump through. <clears throat> yep. Um, I, for me, uh, with the limited time that I ride Skidoo's, for me, I still struggle with the the chassis uh, component mm-hmm. of it for the type of terrain that I like to ride. Um, the more steeper, technical, tighter stuff. I still struggle with that chassis of really not being able to get the front end down. Um, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. I've tried to do it. Uh, and or the sled wanting to rear up a little bit and slow steep stuff. Uh, they've they changed a couple things this year with the expert, which I've ridden quite a bit. Uh, with they, you know they changed a spindle, uh, so they changed a couple things geometry wise that that helped a little bit. <clears throat> but still, you know, again, I don't have the confidence in riding that chassis uh, versus what what we ride every day, of course, um, because we ride it every day and we know it, but. Um, so I was interested that the, to see that they put the, they just put the turbo in the, in the gen four chassis. Mm-hmm. And so um, that chassis has been, it's been out a, for a bit. A rendition of that chassis has been around for a bit. Yep. Yeah. And they keep doing little things to it, which is, which is great. Um, and that's what we've seen cat do too. Yeah. That chassis, that chassis is very, that thing's been around a long time. Yep. It's morphed into something pretty different over the years, but yeah. Um, so overall, I, I'm, I'm pumped to see Skidoo do it. I wish Polaris would have beat him to it, of course. But, um, I think again, we as consumers win, we win. Yeah. Like, um, everyone's been saying we want a OEM factory two-star turbo. Well, 
There you go. There you go. There's one. Yeah, there's one. Um, is it here? Here, here's what it will be interesting. Is uh, everyone says they want one, but now that that there is one, is are you sure that's what you want? That yeah. Do you want a turbo every day? Because you know that is if you're a fair weather rider and you just ride in pal. Ah, it makes probably sense to have a turbo every day. Mm-hmm. But you know, for us, we ride. We ride every single condition imaginable. Yeah, and I'm know, like, damn, I got to ride today. <laughs> it the, is, it is a little dicey out there. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's oh, it's not ideal or whatever. And so, um, you know, it's there are days I love my turbo, and there are days that I um, a stock sled is really fun. Yeah, like and overkill to <clears throat> some in some places for sure. Yeah, uh, they yeah. Are, they take it just takes more to ride it. So yeah. it would be interesting to, because our turbos are, we feel the weight. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's heavier. So I wonder how, if the chassis feels heavier, I'm not sure, or because of the turbo or how yeah. all that's working. It's only 10 pounds, but still it's 10 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I guess I'm interested to ride it for the response and the power to see, because our turbos are, I mean, our pump gas stuff is 180 at 180 plus. And if we're running 50, 50, we have 200 horsepower. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're 35 more horsepower than that. And that's like, in my opinion, you know, when I ride a turbo, I want turbo power, like big turbo power. Um, and, and so I, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it on that side of things. Chassis wise, I know what I I know what it is. Um, so yeah, I'm still gonna struggle with that a little bit. But yeah. um, kudos to them. I think they did a great job. I'm glad they did it. Um, uh, that means everybody else, Polaris and Articat, are going to be trying to figuring something out. Yeah, trying to trying to win. Yeah, right. We're gonna mm-hmm. try to. I mean, what is next? And we keep always asking. What's what's in five years? Well, heck, now what's next year? What's what's in two years, three years, four years? I don't know. Yep. I mean, I do know, but nah, I don't. I know, I know you don't. I know nothing. Um, um, I think well, the and the baseline is is all we're going off of is numbers and what is claimed so far. So we don't right once we see it in person or ride it for a minute, then we'll kind of have a better idea of what's actually going on with that setup. Yep. So it's. It's interesting. I, I, I kind of wonder if it's a, you know, is there going to be a bigger one? Like, in yeah, the future? they, they like, could be setting like, themselves up for yeah. that. Yeah. Like, let's start with the small guy and then, yeah, are they, will they have a big package? But like you said, once you go big, do you want that horsepower all the time? Yeah. And it will wear you out real quick. It can. And and that's one of the things that you listen to the their writers talk about that it isn't you know, and they're trying to be delicate about talking about that. It's it's not that big hit. It's not that big big yeah mondo power. Because they don't want to sell it that way. Well, yeah, but they're but they're saying that for a reason. They're right. saying that you can ride this. It is yeah. manageable. It is and which which is uh it's it's a it's a interesting approach. It, it's um and you know, maybe, uh, maybe that's going to fit a, a wider variety of, of riders potentially. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and you look at what they're riding in right now, uh, <laughs> but they couldn't have hit 
any better yeah. for the for the launch uh you know they're up in west yellowstone and or they did a lot of the the shooting that looks like up at in canada most likely cooster's place i'm assuming but they just had four foot a new pow deep day i mean the definition of why you would ride a turbo and uh, and you see it working really good which is a great sign for them um those are the days when you want to ride a turbo for sure yeah. um so but anyway it's again you know everyone thinks oh uh that i'm going to have you know something negative to say because uh, because it's skidoo and it's the exact opposite i mean i give them props i think it's great they kept it under wraps which is incredibly hard these days in this industry they did a mid-season release which i am a little curious on to why they did that but but you can get a unit next week this weekend shipping that's crazy yeah it is which means they i mean they are prepared they had stuff and i mean like they've they They've been working on this for a long time, and they have the plan, and they are ex executing it, and it's go. Yeah. Go buy a turbo right now. Yeah. Limited quantities, obviously, but um, so, yeah, it'll it'll be cool. Interested to see how it does in the riding we do and what we like to do, and so we'll see. Time yeah, will tell. The future. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm actually get. I'm – so we have a, um, a couple of fun clients here. Uh, some repeat guys, uh, one that <clears throat> has the disease as bad as I do. He literally built his sled's way gnarlier than mine. Yeah, way. It's yeah. it's identical. Mine is just a couple little like me getting some one off things. Yeah, it's pretty much identical to Princess Leia, and he's here. Um, so Dale, I'm excited to ride with you. I'm excited to get you stuck, or excited for you to get me stuck <laughs> yeah. Dale can freaking ride he can get it done and you know when when we ride like just like with us right when yeah. we all get to go ride it's not necessarily like that I rode better than you it's that I made less mistakes than you mm -hmm. or in that particular line I messed up and you didn't it had to, yeah it's not it's not the sled it's not it's I messed up yeah. Right. And I think I think. Hey, Stray Man, come here, bud. You want to say hi? You want on the podcast, Stray Man? You want on the podcast? Thanks, buddy. He just he just told us breakfast is ready. Stray All right, podcast over. Bye. <laughs> um. <coughs> but yeah. So uh, I. It's really cool. Like like what we were talking about is we've built a lot of lightweight sleds for customers uh, this year. Uh, Lopez got to ride his last week yep. and he's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. You know, this guy has an 1800 horsepower GTR. Yeah. He knows okay. what's up. It's, it's pretty good. And it's like, well, Hey, you know, you should go get on that stalker and ride it for a minute. And he was a mess stuck. Like just, he gets back on his sled. And he's like, I didn't think it was that big of a difference. Yeah. This thing is awesome. And yeah. you know, when, when, when it was his first ride of the year, he d didn't kind of remember, you know, what yeah. everything felt like. And then he gets on his sled versus a stock sled. He's like, okay, yep, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I wish every time that we had our a mod sled or whatever, like <clears throat> the biggest one for me is shocks. Every time that we uh -huh. have a set of shocks, it's like I wish every time I had my IQS, I had a bone stock suspension set up right next to it that I or other people could just swap back and forth on. Yeah. Because, 
yes, you feel it when you hop off, but then you get accustomed to what you ride. So you're used to it. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, this is okay. And then you go back to what it was before. And that's when you're like, oh, the aha moment. That's when you really feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I agree. So we just always need a, a stock platform in our back pocket. To, that, that's what we need to refer to. Yeah. So, and that's why we ride stock stuff quite a bit. Too. It, it is because to, to continue to understand the baseline. Yeah. And, yeah. and when mod sleds are at the level that you build and that we build, you can get lost in uh-huh. what the hell's going on. Did right? I make it better? Did I make it worse? Because yeah. um, I, and that's the fun process about it too. There's been some products that we ended up needing to go back on a little yeah. bit. Like that was too far. Yeah. We were making shorty boards and too those short. were too short. Yeah. And um, I, it's just, it's just fun. It's fun to see the evolution. Who the heck knows where it's going to go next. Um, but, we're going to keep building them and and trying to trying keep pushing. Yep. So, well, I hope you guys enjoyed uh this podcast us uh talking about mod sleds and how it you know, again, ultimately the reason I build a mod sled is is to push my riding. Um it's to push my riding, it's to push my sled and to because I enjoy it. That's the other thing too. Is like, I, I don't build um this mega mod sled just because Polaris sucks and I'm try. This is all that I have to do to make it uh, into a snowmobile. Yeah, I get frustrated when someone calls me out on that. I build it because I like doing it. I like building mod sleds. Yeah, honestly, like some somebody should do like you need a clone that just does all the office stuff and then you can go tinker and do what you want to do because i miss that yeah and i can tell like kyle's thank god we have kyle yeah because he can bust all that out and he's he's really good at it and he like kyle honestly understands clutching and a lot of that stuff better than i do now and i'm getting worse because i'm not (laughs) out there as much so i'm like i don't even know dude um but like yeah i see that a lot with you and is it's it's more than the finished product, right? Yeah. It's the process. It's as well. the process, it's it's and cool. it's me understanding too. Like when I'm doing those little things, it's it helps me know why I'm doing them when I'm when I'm in when I'm riding. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. It's and for me to to not be able to do as many of those things, I kind of miss that. So one of these days, one of these days. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy the day. We'll be back uh, with another podcast here shortly. We're trying to bust one a week uh, for the rest of the season here. So hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you leave your comments, questions, anything in the comments below. Um, Ross, you know where all of this is. By now, you guys should know. Um, if we, we've been getting the question, where can I find the podcast? Yeah. Well, you go to podcast and you search Chris Brandt. Please. Um, so yeah. it's there. It, any, it's I, unless you listen to the podcast on some weird platform, it's on the big ones. It's on the three big ones. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. It's on YouTube. Um, yeah. So Share stories. Thanks for listening. And subscribe, leave reviews. Um, all of that stuff helps a bunch. So, yeah, thank you. Awesome. See Enjoy. you guys next time.